and welcome to What Did We Just Watch, the show where we talk about what we just watched. I'm your wholesome know-it-all and resident movie buff, Zach Kuyat. And I am your unexpected journey, Emily Coffin. Well, I see, and now I know it's a poll from a slightly yeah, different area, you've but... You've named one of it's the, the like, one that's bottom mine. three of these six movies. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I know, I know. This, this week... Um, if you're listening to this on the day it comes out, happy birthday to me. Happy birthday to you it's my in the birthday. future. Not actually when we're recording this, but it will be yeah. if you're listening to this on the day it comes out. And and this movie, I, it was kind of an un, unexpected side effect journey? of watching it. No, oh. it was an expected <laughs> journey because it was the fellowship of the ring. And you that's you know what's going to happen. There's a fellowship uh, and there's a ring. Yeah, yeah, I knew that much. I'll give yeah. you that. And I you, knew exactly that you much. You knew they were going to go on a journey. I did. That is fair. It was fair. not unexpected. But the unexpected side effect of this is that um, it made me feel like a kid again. It was really um, nice. By the time you're listening to this, I'll be the ripe old age of... of uh, twenty three. I'm trying to come up with a with a Bilbo Baggins way to say it, but it's not gonna work. Twintesies three. Yeah, I hated that. No, yeah, be, it doesn't work. Be, it's not the same as elevensies. Be celebrating my eleventy first birthday. Eleventy first. That's what it was. <laughs> and this movie made teether. me feel like a child again. Yeah, like it was nice. like. Look at them. There's swords and there's bow and arrow and Emmy's got an axe and look how big troll. Can, can I just give a little prerequisite real quick? Of course. As a defense of myself for anything I might say for the rest <laughs> of this episode. Uh, this is my first time watching yeah. The Unexpected Journey. I wasn't sure because I've seen little bits and pieces of this mm-hmm. trilogy, you know, cause because it's you everywhere. Yeah. yeah, because I'm a human being who is you alive. media. Um, who consumes media and I've watched all of the Hobbit movies. The Hobbit is one of my favorite books. Um, so like I have a little context, a little context, but (laughs) I get a little confused sometimes and, and that's no, and we got to a certain point in this movie and I was like, Oh, all those parts of this trilogy that I have seen, (laughs) Other than a couple, like, quotes. There's a couple really good memes in this yeah. movie. Other than that, uh, I've never seen a single part of this movie, mm-hmm. and I had no idea what was happening yeah. or when it was going to end. A that couple times I was like, oh, this is it. This is where it ends. And then it just kept going. No, this movie like, does a lot of... Well, I knew it was long. There's but a couple just, stopping points where you're like, right. oh, that could be the end of the movie. But And it's people not the say end of Return book. of the King has a lot of endings. Well, see, the thing is, Return of the King has, like... A, well... Listen, there were 12 hours of movie before the end yeah, of Return of the King. Yeah, there's so a lot. There's a lot of movie. So they earned, like, three denouements at the end of the movie. This one has, like, moments where you where it's like, oh, the story could end here. <laughs> but the book didn't, so we have to get through the book in this movie. Yeah. Because what happens if you don't get through the book all in one movie is you get three movies the, that makes The weird. Hobbit. Yeah. Which is not necessary. <laughs> Don't get me started. This, this movie is one of the unique pieces of media that like reminds me exactly what it is to be a child. Like the first time I watched these, um, uh, my, my mom's youngest sister, they're 12 years apart. Okay. If I'm remembering right. So like when I was little, my aunt was in high school. So she would like babysit Aww. that kind of thing. Um, and the first time I ever remember 
uh, what in my mind was like adults getting mad at each other was my mom upset because my aunt had shown me the Lord of the Rings at what she really? thought was far too young. Oh. And admittedly, probably was because they were kind of scary. They're a little, they're but, kind of a lot. <laughs> but There's man, a lot of I information. Loved them immediately. They're so good. Um, though I've, I've found a new one recently, a new piece of media that does this for me in a different way. Yeah. Um, Cause sometimes I think like I'm mature. I like adult things. <laughs> and some days uh, I'll listen to the song driver's license eight times uh-huh. in a row and get yeah. a little weepy about it. Even though I think it's like kind of dumb yeah, that a 17 year old is like, so, this man doesn't love me. It's anymore. so pure. It is. It's so and that's innocent. what it is. Cause I remember when I first heard like little bits and pieces of it, I was like, Oh, what's, dumb like how how juvenile yes and then i sat down it it literally got suggested to me on my like uh spotify weekly whatever playlist Mm -hmm. and i was like all right fine i was in the car and i was like okay (laughs) i cried a little (laughs) (laughs) it's like well it's got a really gorgeous melody yes oh it's beautiful and it's just it's very simple i'm just glad or maybe I'm envious. Maybe I'm envious <laughs> of anyone who is actually her age right now who gets yeah. to have that song. Because I'm kind of like, who? It made me cry, like, kind of now. <laughs> if I had that song when I was 16 years old, I would have listened to nothing else yeah. for probably years. <laughs> would have been, <laughs> like, would've been the only song. The only song that existed. Can you imagine like 20 years from now like a high school reunion where everybody listens to Driver's License? It's going to happen. <laughs> it's going to happen. Get, like what's what's the word I'm looking for? People get like nostalgic for <laughs> for Driver's License. <laughs> oh god. And Driver's <laughs> License kind of makes me nostalgic for like four or five years ago. Right, exactly. It's like, <laughs> it's like I'm uh, uh, back when like, I was young. A little easier. Hmm. Less than half a decade ago when I was young. <laughs> <laughs> a whole six years ago when wow. I was that age. That's crazy. Uh, I'm I'm old, I think. Yeah. I'm older than you are, so thanks yeah, for that. So you're uh, also old. <laughs> old is not an age. Old is a state of mind. Yeah. We are both old. <laughs> we both go to sleep before 10 p.m. and... If I can manage it. And podcast. And also podcast. That's it. <laughs> I came up with a new idea for a podcast the other day. Oh, great. That <laughs> I, I want to call it the not so great debate. And it's where every episode I just find like a nonsense, like one of those nonsense thought experiments. And I oh, just okay. get people to argue about it. And then there's like an adjudicator that decides who wins every That's episode. That's fun. That's really fun. Because I saw one recently that was um, uh, George Foreman. If you could, <laughs> if you. Okay got into a fight with George Foreman mm-hmm. at any age between one and 18. Okay. Wait, you're one to 18 no, or George he, Foreman George is Foreman, one to you 18? You are your age. George Foreman is any age between okay. one and 18. Okay. If you win this, this globally televised fight, uh-huh. you win a million dollars for every year of his age. So okay. if you fight him at 12 years old, you win $12 million. Okay. 13 years old, you win $13 million. What age would you choose Ooh. to fight him at? See, this is where I need to like look up what George Foreman looks like and see like how big of a guy he is, you know? Well, he's uh, like a professional boxer or was. 
I did not know this what piece of information. professional boxers. What age did he start boxing? 13. 13? I'll <laughs> go with 12. <laughs> you, so I you think, think 12, you can beat up a 12-year-old? I think 12 million is plenty of money. <laughs> I'll be fine. That's probably more than I could spend. But you got to think like a year of training. He's probably not that good, right? Well, yeah, but I don't want to risk it. You could push it, it to 13 I don't want to risk it and go from 12 million to 0 million. See, but I think you could probably push it to 13. No, million. I'm not going to. I play <laughs> as shocking as it may sound from who I am as a person, I'll play it safe in this case. Whoa, that is I wild. will take a slightly less millions of dollars <laughs> for a guarantee that I'm going to win. Less million of dollars, really. Yeah. So it could be worse. Yeah. George Foreman is big and scary. You know what else is I big and scary? A cave troll. And that's right. Very that's scary. in Fellowship of the Ring. So let's jump into our yeah, questions. Yeah, let's talk about that again. <laughs> Question number one is what's extreme? What is the most or the least or the fellowshipiest yeah. or the ringliest? Ooh. Um, let's let's start in a place that's easy. Okay. And that is that this movie is extremely beautiful. It's gorgeous. Like every that goes for any vista. movie in this universe, but yes. it's beautiful. It's just gorgeous. Like the New Zealand Tourism Board does not need to. They don't have to anymore. do anything anymore. They just need to make sure that people have seen. As the of, Lord of two the Rings for movies. the past twenty years, they have had to do nothing. Right. Because go, as we said before, we who doesn't know what Lord of the Rings right. is and doesn't at least have a vague idea of what it looks like? Guys, you've seen... And that it's like, beautiful. The Shire, but also like the mountains and stuff. That's all we one place. That. Come here. That's one country. Come see what we got. So cool. Come check out our and stuff. And also, they're like working their way out of the pandemic right now. Yeah, so like extra, <laughs> they're like also really good about that. Bless up to New Zealand. Yeah, look at them go. What's they're doing like great. They're having concerts and stuff. They're thriving. Must be nice. When aren't they, honestly? But they are th honestly. thriving. <laughs> Good for them. I hope they're happy. They got the brains and the beauty. They really do. And what do we Thank got? You. Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Yeah. <laughs> it do be like that. It really do. <laughs> hey, what else is extreme in this movie? I'll give you one. Okay, please One do. very specific to myself. Um, as I said, I've only ever read... The Hobbit. I have not read these books. And I have only ever seen the Hobbit trilogy. I have not seen these movies. Mm -hmm. This movie extremely kind of ruined the Hobbit movies for me. It's so I can, dense. I, even before now, I can fully admit the Hobbit movies are far from without fault. Mm -hmm. They ha are kind of a mess they're fun but they're, they're fun but they're, they're a mess too shiny they're like i could go yeah i go on for a long time because oh i, I could these too movies for a long whenever time we get around to a hobbit movie i'm gonna have so much to say like i this uh, this is me saying this as somebody who saw all three hobbit movies as midnight premieres oh did like, you i was there mm. for the premiere for all three of them and i also know that they're not nearly as good as these movies yeah but no. i still love them no because when they came out i was uh, okay I told you I had to show you something in oh, my no. room. I'm going to show it to you right now. Um, do you see this writing up on my wall? Yes. I'm so sorry you at home cannot see it. I identified this. Did you? Like months ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. As um, elvish. Yeah, I <laughs> I want to say it was whenever the first Hobbit movie came out okay. around that time. Because that was around the time I got super into it. Right. Because I think the first Hobbit movie came out and I had never read the book. I got into the movie. I thought it was really cool. So I got the book and I read the book and nice. I fell in love with the book. The book is so good. Uh, I then Googled how to write an Elvish. Mm -hmm. And on my wall, it has been there since since that movie came out, basically. 
um, in Elvish. That's my name. Nice. Supposedly. Um, I just I just Googled how to write in Elvish, and I figured it out as best as I could. There's it might a, be wrong. <laughs> there's a part of it. It might just say, it might say butts, and I wouldn't butts, know. Butts, 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 butts. But <laughs> just on the wall. The internet told me that's how I write my name in Elvish, so I wrote it in silver Sharpie on nice. my wall. And really it's been there ever since. There's a part of me that really wants to get like a tattoo in Elvish, but I would be so concerned about like it, the what if slight inaccuracy means something else yeah. instead. And like that would not mean anything to anyone, but it would mean no, something to but me. But like if it is you, the problem. If you ever found out it was wrong, that would be I, it so would destroy me. hard to live with. I would be wrecked by yeah. that knowledge. I couldn't handle it. If there's a reason <laughs> to get a tattoo removed. That's the one. <laughs> it's because your Elvish script is in. That is the only reason I can think we of that you would ever have it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll post a picture of that, and if anyone like knows how to write an Elvish, like actually, because I, I know y'all exist, who can help us with this? Great. Let me know if it's absolutely incorrect, because I'm pretty sure I just looked up the alphabet, quote unquote, like mm, how the alphabet uh -huh. works, and just like cobbled it together from that. So I think if I was gonna get one, it would just be the word friend, like the Aww, like the door into yeah, Moria. Speak that's fun. Friend and enter. I like that. I think that'd be a good one. But yeah, there there are parts of the Hobbit movies that are really really good. Oh, absolutely. But then there's big old chunks of them where it's super weird. <laughs> well, you know, as much and as and then I Benedict love these, Cumberbatch like, comes in as Smaug and it literally saves and like fully tore his vocal cords apart. Oh, but it was so it's good. very good. But literally, he said he was like coughing up blood at the end of shoot oh days because God. he was tearing his vocal cords apart. There comes a point where Dude, you gotta be like, okay, maybe I could go. You're playing a CGI. They're dragon. gonna they're gonna put like gonna modulation on my voice anyway. Maybe I don't need to go that hard on it. <laughs> he really went for Lo it. Love him, that. but like, I don't think anybody needs to go that hard ever. See, the thing I thought you were gonna say here was that these move, like the opening to this movie is like six minutes of exposition that tries to tell thousands yes. of years of history. It's, it's very effective, though. It's very effective, but it is. I so felt like I knew what tense. was up, and like, it, like the first half of this movie, there's so much of it that's like, just lore and history. And yes, like, and the and Gandalf the Gray and Saruman the White was uh, his wizard, for, but now he's right. not. He's a bad wizard. Because notoriously, and these, also there's an these order books of are like so long-winded. Mm -hmm. I, I think that's one thing this movie does really, really well. Because I, I will admit, I tried to read the book. Yeah. <laughs> Books. I Well, Fellowship of the Ring was the only one I ever got started on. And then I it, it just went on Yeah, about one thing for so long. And I just, I couldn't, I, I put it down and I never picked it back up. I'm so sorry. Did you ever, um, did you ever get to read the part about Tom Bombadil? Which one's that? <laughs> that's like. The very beginning of <laughs> Fellowship of the Ring. Probably. I got to the part with uh, the drowned cousin. Well, that's like, that's Deagle. Yeah, that Spiegel guy. Deagle drowns him. That's the last thing I remember. That's like, I don't know where that shows up in the book. I'm pretty sure it's like the very beginning. <laughs> yeah, no, it would, no. I want to say I was less than like 20 pages in. Oh. And I put it yeah, down. I want to say I was not Tom very Bombadil's far Tom right at the beginning, by which I mean page 150. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, no, I did not make it that far then. Tom Bombadil is a character that they meet in the books, but not in the movies, obviously, because we just watched the movie right. and it, what didn't happen. And Out of curiosity, like, I'm going to see if there's a bookmark just hiding in this, just to see exactly where it was. <laughs> 
He lives in a forest near Hobbiton, and it's like before they even get to uh, the Prancing Pony and all that stuff. They just meet him in the woods. Oh, I found a bookmark. Oh, my God. Wait. <laughs> I literally found one. How far did you get? Page 42. <laughs> <laughs> it is chapter two. I made it through the first chapter. Nice. It is chapter two. The Shadow of the Past is where my little piece of paper bookmark is. Yeah. Did you, you probably didn't even get to hear him say 111st in there. No, I didn't. <laughs> I like 111st birthday. God, this and thing I like, is so hefty. Because I, <laughs> I have all three books in one. Uh-huh. It's one big volume. One big. Because I said, I'm committing tome. to this. And then I said, ugh. One ancient tome held in a dwarven skeleton. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where my copy of The Hobbit is. I had a nice one. It was like That's leather wild. and gold pages. It was super nice. And I don't know where it went. That's it's gone now. One. Honestly, it might have been destroyed. I read it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it might have just meeting its untimely doom. Yeah, it may have. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me, honestly. Happens to the best of them. <sighs> but yeah. I have a copy if you ever need it. <laughs> Good to know. Good you to know. know I have a copy of it. <laughs> <laughs> what else is extreme? I I think I don't this is not necessarily how I usually answer this question. Uh the the like character dynamics are just like extremely clever. They're extremely They're good, good in this movie. It's really good. Every character is so clear and like easy to understand everybody feels like a person right which feels kind of rare so many like names thrown at you and different races and like you know how i am with names but i felt like i mean i have a little bit of like prior knowledge because it's the lord of the rings right but like i felt like i understand i got a little nervous when boromir showed up because i said (laughs) oh no he and aragorn look like just enough alike yes that i might start to get confused and but i they, never did they are so different that it doesn't like throw right it off too much. they look the same they look very similar <laughs> like i can tell the actors apart but yes. they have the same hair because it's they got the same beard Sean Bean, they, got they both have the long, same look long like, greasy hair with a beard yeah <laughs> and, and they're also both men of gondor and you know they both feel like they have a claim to the throne so like there's a lot going on there yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of tension they might kiss. I don't know. <laughs> Every once in a while, I'm just going to like use this podcast to flex some random extra knowledge in the background. Of course. What else would it be for? Honestly. Um, do we want to talk about more extremes or do we want to get into question number two? I mean, I don't have any more specific extremes. Perfect. I have a lot of questions, Let, so maybe yeah, we no, should get to that. Exactly. So let's go to question number two. And question number two is what are your questions? Yeah. Where we dig into the minutia and we ask, what's going on there? You have a bunch of them, I do. I've heard? I do. Quite Give a few. Drop more, more than, than usual. Me. Give me a good one. Okay. Um, I'll start very beginning that big old dump of exposition at the very beginning where <laughs> yes. they talk about where the ring came from and yes. all the different rings and all that uh-huh. business yes i they make a big deal about like okay but like sauron's ring his special that's the like crazy strong one mm-hmm. my question is simply in what way it has all of his anger and hate and vile nature in it. Did they say that? Uh-huh. Oh, well. <laughs> All right. And it's that's forged. one question. Da- I sure Literally, I every time I line. wrote down a question, I was like, mm, I'm going to feel <laughs> dumb if I just, like, miss something. 
because they talk so much in this movie. And that's not even a fraction of how much they talk in the yes. book. Oh, absolutely. So if they don't explain it in the book, in the movie, they probably did in the book. Mm-hmm. And I, think, I just don't know. I think the line exactly is that like it's forged of his pure malice in the heart okay. of Mount Doom or okay. something like that. I'll buy that. Like some insane fantasy thing where it's like, it is only this powerful because of his evil and mm-hmm. and cruelty, like that kind of thing. Because this is some fantasy nonsense of a movie, as much as I yes. love it. Like, this is some fantasy Absolutely. nonsense. <laughs> Not to backtrack, but like a little bit of a backtrack. Um, so Nailed it. <laughs> kind of an extreme. It, I feel like with a lot of high fantasy, mm-hmm. it, it's a really common thing to over-explain everything. <laughs> yes. Um, which is very evident in the books. But I think this movie, I don't know about the other two, I haven't seen them, but I would assume they follow the same vein. I think they do a really good job mm-hmm. of like explaining exactly enough so that we get it, we're with it, but not so much that we're like, okay, I don't, I don't think I needed to know that. Like, yes. enough, There are a couple things that I was like, hmm, I don't know why that's happening, but then I went... Oh, but I don't think it's important, so I don't think I need to know. That's just something that's happening. Right. If I really want to know, I can probably read the book and I'll find out. That but checks out, yeah. other than that, it probably doesn't matter that much. It does. It does a good job of, like, trimming the fat on what's in the book. Yes. Like, as much as I love stuff like... Trimming the fat into a three-hour-long three movie. Into a three-and-a-half-hour movie. That's yeah. crazy. As much as I love that stuff That's, like, like, the short version of this. <laughs> yeah. Like, Tom Bombadil, I think, is very fun. And there's, like, there's a whole, like scouring of the shire in the third book that i think is cool but like it didn't need to be in the movie and no. it's better for not being in the movie that right. kind of thing like peter jackson did a really good job of taking it from this you know impossible to read epic yeah and turning it into three still very long but digestible movies. yes no yeah it doesn't feel too long ever it's just like oh no i everything that's there needed to be there there yeah. was nothing I was like, oh, this this is unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Everything was like, no, I, I kind of needed this. Yeah. <laughs> so good for them. Good job. No, it's very good. Good job, Peter Jackson. It's, uh, I don't know if this is, maybe this, maybe the question is this. How did, how did J.R.R. Tolkien manage to make my first D&D character before I did? That's um, not fair. Probably because you stole it from it's him. Exactly because I did yeah. that. <laughs> Literally... <laughs> I was playing D&D for the first time, and I was like, hmm, this ranger thing looks like fun. Ooh, I could be a half-elf, and I could have a sword and a bow. And then I went, oh, that's Aragorn. Oh, that's exactly <laughs> what I'm doing. Cool, I accidentally re- made Aragorn. All right, Aragorn. let's just run with it, I guess. <laughs> I guess I'm Aragorn now. Incredible. <laughs> that's hilarious. I love that. And But then, like, it, it changed later because he hated dragons and was horny. <laughs> 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 and it wasn't the design. It was just the way things happened. <laughs> oh, goodness. But that's... I, I wonder, though, like, if you go back and tell Tolkien, like, guess what? Everybody basically plays your books as games, like, now. Like, that's He'd what, probably think that's cool. <laughs> He'd probably be know. into Tolkien it. Tolkien had no chill. Like, he yeah, was not he a was cool, a weirdo. Like, okay, you know how there were, there were, like, a lot of, or not a lot of, there were a few, like, really big authors at the time. There oh, was yeah. Tolkien, uh, there was C.S. Lewis, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Chronicles when of Narnia. Were, when were these written? Uh, oh, my gosh. 
Chronicles of Narnia. Yes. Sorry. That those were mine. Yes. Those were my high fantasy books. Was yes. Absolutely. Narnia. Well, and it's interesting, right? Because Chronicles of Narnia is like a like a straight up like Christian parallel. Oh, for like, sure. One hundred percent. Dies and then comes back to life to save everyone. It's not subtle about it. No. But what's fun to me is that in real life, like Tolkien was like problematic yeah he was a bad dude like crazy and c.s lewis was the one that was like dude can you chill can you calm down can you can you be cool for a second yeah we don't need all that talking was c.s lewis was the one that wrote the book that was like jesus will save right that feels like it would be the more and tolkien was the one who was actually like yeah crazy town yeah and lewis was, was super wasn't chill. he a professor tolkien i feel Probably. like he was i think he was i don't know i don't maybe i feel like i heard stephen colbert say that Listen, once and he's the I guy know. who knows what's up with <laughs> all things this. i know that he was like almost a religious zealot and that jrr stands for john ronald rule that's all i know <laughs> but he wrote oh. some good books he did and he did. also everybody was crazy at the time so I'm going to have a hard Fair time. Enough. He, he was around and not a Nazi, so I'll take it. He was around. <laughs> God, the it's bar. Like, the bar is so The bar low. is beneath the Earth's crust. That's literally like a negative bar. All you have to it's do is <laughs> not be evil. God. The bar is <gasps> already the bare minimum. Oh, gross. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a question. Please. Um, I don't know if you saw me having like a little freak out over here looking at my notes um it was because i couldn't understand what i had written and it's (laughs) because it's because i was trying to type sauroman and uh my phone auto corrected it to say roman say roman say roman say it and i and for a second i was like huh (laughs) what was i trying to say what is that what i was trying to say was who is roman what did sauroman have first the staff or the tower? <laughs> Which one came first? It's it's a it question had, as old as time. It had to be the staff, right? I don't know. It had to be the staff. It's got to be. Because otherwise that is incredibly impractical. Tower maybe, he had a, maybe he had a different staff and then he looked at his house and he went, you know what that'd be? That'd be a cool staff. And he had a new one made. I think he had the staff first and then he was like, hmm. Because if you're a wizard... You get a you can get a staff whenever you want, but you gotta yeah, be like true. you gotta be powerful to get a to t- get a, a tower. whole tower. Radagast the Brown didn't and whoever have a built tower. it said, "Hey, what do you want it to look like?" And he had not planned ahead. He, he had not like, planned for that uh, question. He said, "Uh, I don't know, like this." this and he held out his stick. Make it and black they said, and pointy. Oh yeah, we could probably do that. <laughs> and they did exactly that. Listen, Gandalf the Grey, yeah. no tower, no Radagast tower. Radagast the Brown. No, no tower, tower that we know of. I'm, I'm sure he Palando doesn't have a the tower. Blue, no tower. I don't know who that one is, but I'll believe I you. I told you. Subtle flexes. Subtle flexes. I believe you. <laughs> there, that's the Silmarillion. That's the other one. Oh, the, oh I have heard <laughs> vaguely of that one. That's the one that you only read if this is all that you're into for a while. <laughs> and uh, I was lonely for a lot of my life. <laughs> hey, I feel that. We oh, all have our things, but there was only one who got the tower at the in the in the books. In the third book, he becomes Saruman of many colors. Ooh! And he scours the Shire. He, t- oh. he he messes up the Shire at the end of the third book. Like after everything else has happened, 
He goes in and he wrecks house. Of many colors. Uh-huh. He's just played by Donny Osmond Yes, now. he is. <laughs> Every time I think about it, I think about it should be Donny Osmond. <laughs> Got something else to ask me? Oh, there's... There's there's so many places to go. Yeah. I want to... My question is this. Mm-hmm. How's Mary and Pippin like that? <laughs> How? How's they like that? Because they're stupid. Pippin is... He's so funny. Yeah, they're both so funny. I love that... You know... In and this, thank like, you for reminding me what the other one's name is. Because I, I caught and Pippin. And then I was like, uh, Pippin and, and, and his, his pal. <laughs> Pippin and Pippin's friend. And his brother. <laughs> I'm convinced they're brothers. Pippin and Pippin's <laughs> friend sounds like when when your grandma doesn't want to admit that you're gay. So <laughs> it's friend. This is this is Emily and Emily's friend. And Emily's friend. Uh, Emily's, uh that close, she brought to Thanksgiving. Close, close <laughs> that she brought to second breakfast. That she brought to second breakfast. This is okay. <laughs> There's so many good like quote moments in this movie yes but if there's one that just rings around in my brain for the next couple days it's what about <laughs> second breakfast i don't think he knows about second breakfast pep i love it so much yes first of all there's not a better line to like lock in a scottish accent for a second I don't right think he knows about it's second good. breakfast pep it's good it's so good I and also <laughs> just very funny i love it I will say The Hobbit is a little less like quotable than Absolutely this is, but correct. you know what quote from The Hobbit kept, well, specifically the movie, I don't think it's in the book, okay. kept rattling around in my brain. Which one? Every time Gimli just like existed, I got, <laughs> um oh, oh, I'm going to look like a fake fan. His dad. Glowin. Glowin. I couldn't remember. Gimli, son of Glowin. Yeah, Glowin. Um, in one of The Hobbit movies, I couldn't tell you which one. <laughs> he ends up showing a picture <laughs> he finds like a little uh locket on mm-hmm. him that has a picture inside of Gimli and someone's like who's that oh it's Legolas because Legolas is like who yes. is that foul creature and he goes that small wee lad Gimli a small wee lad Gimli <laughs> so funny because at the time I didn't know who Gimli was yes. but I still thought it was funny that small wee lad and so then when Gimli. Gimli showed up I was like <gasps> His wee lad. <laughs> it's his wee lad, Gimli. He does look like a wee lad. His wee lad. He looks he, pretty big, actually. Well, yeah, for a little guy. Yeah, he's pretty big he's for a little guy. He's pretty big for a little guy. Big for a dwarf, small for <laughs> most things. Small for everything else. <laughs> no, but yeah, that one, it just, like, wouldn't, it wouldn't leave. It a wouldn't small leave. wee lad, Gimli. I feel like we covered most of every quote that I know from, that I know for sure is from these movies. Well, okay, my... My next question mm-hmm. is sort of also this. Okay. And it's um what what's your favorite um Fellowship of the Ring meme? Because oh, there's funny. at least three like really like popular big ones. Because there's there's one does not simply walk. Yeah, into I'll say door. I was never really a fan of that one. Right. Agreed. Okay. It, it, I never found it that funny. Partially probably because I never had context for it. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, I don't know what that is. The one that I was always my favorite was, I have no memory of this place. Yeah, that one's a good one. I like that one. I like that one. I always thought that one was good. Even when I was like, 
even when it was stuff that was no longer really relatable to me, it was like walking in on your first day <laughs> of a new school year. I have, I have no, no memory, memory of this place. This place. <laughs> so yeah, that's good. It's good. I have one. I don't know that su- people meme it a lot. I just think it's really funny. When you take it out of context, it's really funny. <laughs> and it's, um, fly, you fools. Fly, you fools. And then just like how, <laughs> I and think what really slip. sells it is just how quickly he just, <laughs> like just vanishes like, over the edge. I think it's Like, so that's gravity. Funny. It tracks, but it does look weird. It looks so funny. <laughs> and he just, and just disappears into the abyss. That's so cool, though. <laughs> and you get the, you shall not pass. Oh, I like, so good. I like all the, he's doing his, like, invoking the spirits and, like, talking about stuff. And he says, flame of hoodoon. <laughs> and I think about that a lot because there's something so like wonderfully bouncy about like flame of hoodoon. I really hope that was like a take where he just forgot what the actual like words were and he was just saying stuff but like the physicality of it was so good good. that they were just like (sighs) he takes that just keep it and he just smashes them together it looks so good Ian McKellen is a treasure. He's incredible. But we'll we're get to him. Get there yeah, we'll get there. In just a I've second. got some more questions. Please. Um, so this is a really specific moment. The ring wraiths confuse me a little bit. <laughs> they can track that ring. Yes. So well, mm-hmm. right? Right. I'm just a little confused. The one part that really, really got me was when they're in the prancing pony. The prancing pony. Yes. yes. And they're well, technically they're not in the prancing right, 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 right. <laughs> but um, they're hiding because mm-hmm. they know the ring wraiths are coming, and they put the fake, the, the pillows underneath all those blankets in yes. those little, those little hobbit-sized beds. Yes. To trick them. Yes, 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 yes. And the ring wraiths fully seem convinced they're sure about it. They they know what's up and they know this is their guy and they are very surprised. When it's just a bunch of feathers. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just not quite sure I buy. So here's what's up. Yeah, what's up? You ready for this? Yeah. Check this out. So the wraiths are most connected to the ring when it's being worn, right? Okay. That's when they can Okay, they so can they're, directly you're saying they got like a general area. They were able to hide just off the road under the roots because they, yeah, they can't just like that's fair. sense where it is at all times. But if it's put on, they know exactly where you are. Okay. And he put it on down in the like so they just know he's in the in building the somewhere area of the prancing pony gotcha. so that's probably where they knew it was they went there it and wasn't you there. saw that barkeep like hiding in the corner so they were probably like baggins and like went and found him and he was like that room it's this room right here and right. They went and just started stabbing stuff and they had just escaped across the street okay already. okay that's my thought process that no that checks like, out that helps me straight out in the open in the road and then ducked under a root and they didn't find him there right because that that i think that was the one thing that kept getting me was just the logistics of yes. them being able to know where the ring is but not quite but like sometimes have, for sure but like not always i think they have an otherworldly sense of where it is but if it's worn they can know exactly where it just goes, bing, and bing, so they bing, knew bing. exactly where it was when he was okay. in the tavern of the prancing pony. That makes sense. But then, because they took it off, they lost exactly its location. Okay, that's that's my thing. I buy that. I buy that. But also, like, it's not gonna get to make more sense as the movies go on. No, so <laughs> I've got another question. It's not gonna get more clear. Ask that is that question. is pressing. 
it has bothered me for years. Okay, I'm going to try to clear it up. And I've been too embarrassed to ask. Okay. But you know what? This is a safe place. This is a safe place. And I feel place. comfortable asking. What is the eye? Is it Sauron? Yes. Is it something else? It is the manifestation of his spirit, though he is so not So if yet he got his body back, the eye's not there anymore. I think I think so. Yes. Okay. He would, he would no longer be the eye because he would have his physical form returned to him. Okay. Because he does not have his physical. Is there form a reason returned. he's a big old eyeball? Uh, because it looks. It so does look dope. very cool. I'm not doubting that it looks very cool. <laughs> it's just something that it I was looks just like incredible for years. I've always just been like, oh, okay, there's Sauron, he's a bad guy, Sauron's but then there's eye. also big floating orange eyeball. Yes, that's the eye of Sauron. And then there's also Saruman. No relation. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow no relation. No relation, just on the same that team. That makes me so upset. I yeah, hate that. That's the that's the only thing. Like, for all of the stuff where the world is built out in these books, I'm like, you couldn't have come up with a slightly more different name right. than Saruman? It, it even makes me mad. Even when it's just children naming themselves slight variations of their own name. Like uh -huh. Aragon and Aragorn. I hate that. Yeah. I yes. hate it. I don't like, care if they're related. Well, like in this one, Aragorn, son of Arathorn. Arathorn. They, like yes. That's his yes. name. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. It's, it's so dumb. Why did you do that? that in this world. Jero Tolkien. Why? Why'd you do that? Of all things you could have done, what you did with Smeagol and Deagle were brothers. Like, Why? Why? <laughs> For what? What yeah. was the what was the reason? I don't know if it's supposed to make it feel more fantastical or like. I feel like somehow somewhere along the line he felt like maybe it helped things make sense. Well, like, like maybe it, he was trying to like differentiate different lineages mm -hmm. in that I way. Can see that like it it totally. But like it's especially once it's a movie, it's not that hard. You can tell who looks like each other. Yeah, you, you can know. Look at them in the Hobbit. It's crazy because you have like. Balin and Dwalin. Feely and Keely. Feely and Keely and Biffer Bofer Bomber. And <laughs> it's so <laughs> I much. I wish I could name all of I them right I know. Now. I was literally trying to think of all of their names earlier, and I was like, eight. I couldn't. I've read that book so many times, and I still There's couldn't what, tell you all their names. I think so. Um, it's either nine or 12. It's, it is a, it is divisible by three. See, I, I don't know say, why. It's 12, and then also there is Bilbo, right? Yeah. There's 12 and a thief. Hey, Siri. No. <laughs> Dang it, she didn't come up. Okay, I'll just I'll just there's, Google it. There's four more that I haven't remembered. Oh well, there's Glowin. Owen and Glowin is two Owen more. Owen and Glowin, yes. And then there's because Owen's the old old man one, isn't he? Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. And then there's two more dwarves. Hold on. In the Hobbit, it came up immediately <laughs> when I said how many dwarves. <laughs> he said, Thorin and company. It is nailed it. We have ah, that. here we go. Thorin Oakenshield. Got that one. Bilbo. That's he doesn't Bilbo. count. Yes. Feely Keely. Feely Keely. Dwalin Balin. Owen Glowin. Dory Nori. Dory and Nori were the two I missed. And Ori. Dory Nori. Biffer, Bofer, and Bomber. Biffer, Bofer, Bomber. Yep. Infinitely confusing when I read the books. I yes. think I read that book probably three or four times. <laughs> and I would still get it. Like there's the couple that are like really important, yes. and then the rest Thorin of them are just the others. And everyone else. Thorin, Feely, and Keely. But that's mainly because they die. Yes. Right. They both die, right? Um, I know Keeley does. Yes. I think they both die. I think they I both remember. die. Um, 
The last Others. version of that I consumed was the movie, and the movie has an elf lady that one of them falls in love with. So <laughs> don't get me and started. Also Legolas, like Super Mario. Don't get me started on rocks. poor um, what's her name, the actress Evangeline Lilly. Evangeline Lilly. Poor Evangeline Lilly. She wanted no part of that. She wanted every part of it. She it was the Lord of the Rings. No, franchise. she specifically. She wanted. I to saw be an interview one anything. time where she was like, when they cast me, I specifically said, do not put me as a romantic interest for anyone in your story. But she was already on contract, and they changed it on her because they suck. <laughs> well, you know. The production of that movie was, a, those movies was a mess. But we'll get to that probably another time. It should time. have been Guillermo del Toro. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, it should have <laughs> for sure. Do you have any more questions for this movie? <laughs> I have a dumb one. Yeah. So those big old statues, they Just like uh, right on the river past, the big yes. king statues with their hands out. Yes, the ones. Um. They're kings, so cool. The kings of old, I mm-hmm. think they called them. Uh, does somebody have to pose for that? <laughs> Did, the, like, like, okay, 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 okay. Like this is a, kind of a model for yeah, the yeah, statues, yeah, yeah. or a model for like the CGI. No, 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 no. I mean the statues. Okay. I mean like the physical, actual, gigantic statues. This, this is also my question <laughs> for real life things, such as like uh, the Sphinx. Because that's modeled after somebody's face. Did somebody well, have yeah, to stand they a, there? They got a real sphinx to come sit there for a little bit. <laughs> You're kidding. No. Oh, my gosh. That makes actual, it make so much more sense. They got an actual sphinx to come hang uh, out. That checks out. And then when they knocked the, the, when they the answered, nose off the statue, they, they answered they the riddle, and they were like, all right, I'll sit for you. <laughs> <laughs> they answered the riddle, and then the sphinx they said, what? He said, what has four legs in the evening? They said, we've done this one already. It's people. Sit it's, down. It's a person. It's a person. Just sit. It's a it's person. Sit down. We need a. We got to make said, a statue. Okay. Damn, I really need to get a new riddle. Curses. Foiled again. <laughs> <laughs> but genuinely, how how do big sculptures like that work when you don't have pictures? Well, even without pictures... Um, I think we have a pretty good understanding of what people are shaped like. I know, but like if it's a specific person and it's so big well, like they had that. Paintings. Like if they needed yes, a drawing, they could have had a drawing. But if it's so big like that, how do you even begin to like know what you're doing as as part of the whole? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like you can't like take a couple steps back and see the big yeah. picture really. No, that, that, Especially I mean, on those fair. big old big big dudes in this yeah, one you have to, like, like the sphinx at least you could like you run a, a little there. while and like you could see it those guys you'd have to like get in a boat sail like a mile <laughs> away sail back and then let them know they need to chisel a little more off the top of the ears he's because it's not quite the, the right king shape. is not gonna be thrilled with the way that you made his stomach look you gotta flatten that out just yeah a little exactly bit. <laughs> like but that's I had what to i'm leave. saying like i had to go you... on a three-day expedition to tell you that <laughs> how many times does somebody have to come look at it and be like i don't think that looks like me <laughs> I think they're the kings of old, and the kings were already dead by the time they were making those statues. And who did they model them after? Just like general. Show me people. one painting in this in this universe. They literally uh, the when they first get to Rivendell, Boromir is looking at a painting on oh, the wall right. he is. of no, Isildur's right. battle with Sauron. Thank you okay. very much. Okay. When he still cuts very himself with the egregiously of difficult for no reason. I mean, yeah, for sure. It's, Especially if they're dead. It's giant art. Like it a, yeah, art. it's it's impossible. Yeah, I don't know how people do that. It's cool though. I can't make art that's Very small. Cool. Yeah, I can't do I that. I can't make little art. I no. sure can't make giant art. Yeah, that's I'm scary. Not qualified. 
No. Are you kidding me? Not today. Not not on your life. I get it. I'm not qualified to ask this question. I get it. I get it. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna ask this question and then I'm also gonna answer this question. Okay. Because it's the question. Cut out gets, the middleman. Yeah. It's That's the me. question that gets asked about the Lord of the Rings. So I I feel that we should address it. Okay. The question is always this. If Gandalf can send a moth to find an eagle, yeah. to fly him away from Isengard. Why is that Why not? can't the eagles just fly them into Mordor? It, please and, answer. And the answer is this. The eagles are a proud, noble, and neutral race that do not interfere with the Why did they help him that one time? Because he is a wizard, and he can compel things to do things. Okay, then they're not and that noble was, and neutral, then, if they, they can be so easily compelled. Fangorn Forest and the Eagles are not on board for the. I thought they were neutral. The forest, they are <laughs> neutral, but they have to survive. They can't just die. They got. They can't be neutral and also be like, I need to be on this side. They no. You, you can know? be. You can be neutral, but also not want your home destroyed. Switzerland doesn't just like let people invade them. Like they. Well, Switzerland yeah. stays neutral in global I, conflict, I, I, but they're not like, yeah, like come into our banks and eat our chocolate. Like we don't care. But if they're uh, but if their survival is so important, why aren't they more willing to help get the One Ring destroyed? Because that seems like that's because something that's they, bad for everybody. Because they have said that that is not their place in the world. They will continue. Well, who told them that? Them. They decided it for themselves. Well, that seems a little arbitrary. They decided that they are not to meddle in the matters of men and elves. These guys just make their own <laughs> and and the dark lords. It sounds like they really just didn't feel like getting up out of the nest Maybe. that morning. They were just like, but it's just, true in every. Just tell them we're neutral. In basically, and every movie, like out of the six, there's somebody that's like, why didn't the eagles do this? Because the eagles do not care about your issues. They do not want to play with you. It's they do not it's like a uh, it's a thing. Speak. I'm going to talk about D and D a lot. I guess it's a thing that happens in D and D where it's like if you give us this really powerful friend, like why do we have to go do anything anymore? Because our really powerful friend should do everything. One, there's no story if you're really. That's powerful not how friendship works. Also, second, your really powerful friend has better things to do. Like they've got yeah. other stuff going on. The Eagles are dealing with their own things. They don't just have time it's, it's to fly It's the Captain Marvel in the exactly. MCU. She has to Why go to isn't she doing she this? She is dealing things. with a million other places she's other than here. She's got space stuff to think yeah, about. Yeah, she's got space stuff she to do. She can't just come solve all of your problems, and neither can the Eagles. <laughs> okay. Should we go to question number three? Sure. It's time for question number three. And question number three is why are you here? Uh, this is where we talk about what a treasure trove. And it's a beautiful one to talk about. We got a grand old ensemble in mm -hmm. this one. Now, so good. It's a very powerful ensemble that I'm trying to come up with anybody that we're repeating in this one. We mentioned Elijah Wood last week, but he was not actually yes. in them. Yeah, we've mentioned him before. We haven't like we haven't had any of the other hobbits. I can't think of any. Not even Hugh I'm shocked we haven't had anything with Hugo Weaving, but I don't think we have. No, I don't. I don't believe Orlando so. Bloom. No. Really, the only other thing Sean it would have Bean? been is Pirates, Pirates of the Caribbean. I've wanted to do Pirates of the Caribbean, but we haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> Don't we all <laughs> want to do Pirates of the Caribbean? Um, yeah, I think somehow in this massive cast of characters, I don't think we're repeating so weird. anyone. We haven't done anything with Ian McKellen? I know, right? 
That seems so bizarre. <laughs> Kate Blanchett? No? No. I don't think so. Well, then let's just, like, let's just, let's just spit start. some stuff. Who go. Who do you want to talk about? Oh, okay. I'll go first. Yeah, you go first. Let's go. Because I think he's a little... I love him a lot, and there's a lot to pull from him. <laughs> uh, but he's a little bit of a smaller role. Let's go Hugo Weaving first. Hugo Weaving. I love Hugo Weaving. Elrond. I have him. never seen him in a role that I disliked. He's very talented, and I he's love so him. so good. It, Red I mean, Skull. He's got the like a weird, like quiet, like powerful yeah. thing because he's got Elrond. He's Red Skull. He's Agent Smith. He's V from oh, the Vendetta. I know one. that's a weird one to say. Is one of my favorite movies, but I love V for Vendetta. That's a that's a cool movie. So much. I cool love movie. V for Vendetta. He's very cool. Yeah, he's he's I don't just know. Like, something he's about like him. He's just I don't know why. I think of him and Paul Bettany mm, very okay. similarly. You know yeah. what I mean? Like they have a very similar energy to me. They played very different roles, yes. but um, Paul Bettany has better like silly energy. Yeah. Oh and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Hugo, Hugo Weaving is very like, energy. yeah, he's very scary and like poised. Mm-hmm. Scary. Will stab you. Yeah. In basically every role he's ever played, will stab you. Basically, yeah. No, but he's great. He's I love very him. cool. And and you like. This makes no sense, but you buy him as like the high elf that calls together. Oh the yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, him and that big old forehead, I buy that it. Big old. He got forehead. a he got a five head, he and that is with all due respect, sir. You got a five head. Remember when they took all of his hair off and he was just a skull <laughs> for did, a few movies? They did for two movies. Oh my gosh, <laughs> what a time! He didn't deserve that. No, he didn't. <laughs> he did not deserve that. <laughs> he did not deserve to just be a cameo. <laughs> in one of those movies. Oh, but it's perfect. No, it's lovely. And he's lovely. Mwah, much love. <laughs> let's let's talk about more people. Let's um let's run through the fellowship. Let's start there. Yeah, let's do um, it. Um and let's go from its most powerful member down. Okay. Let's let's get that let's start with the highest score and work our way to power the, in the which lowest way. Scores. I can't wait to find out which, which Gandalf power the Grey. Okay, like the, the actual powerful, powerful. The actual most he's powerful. Incredibly powerful. Yes. Ian McKellen is a national treasure. Just not for us. Not for us. <laughs> he's I never said for us. Nation's treasure. He is a global I'll say global he treasure. He is a global treasure. <laughs> he you know, he's a man I could buy could take on a Balrog by himself, you know? Yeah. That's I boy oh boy is he I was cool. just thinking about him not long ago because you know WandaVision has been coming out and um very good watch it if you haven't already um uh, <laughs> and I was thinking about you know the MCU yes which led me to thinking about the old X-Men movies mm-hmm. and I haven't watched those in so long but I miss seeing him as Magneto He's so good. I miss it. He's so good. The him and uh, Patrick him, Stewart when interplay. he came back for him and Patrick Stewart came back in Days of Future Past, yes. right? I so good. They that those two together, magic. We're gonna talk about that here yes. in a little bit. Yeah, let's do that. I have a, I have <laughs> a, I I have a thing him. to talk about. I love about both that. of them so much. That's my favorite celebrity best friends. I said yes, it. They're incredible. <laughs> the they're best fantastic. celebrity best friends. I absolutely love it. Um, I he Gandalf is like the perfect kind of wizard as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Because 
Um, I think wizards should do like nonsense magic way more often. Oh, absolutely. Like if you're gonna be a wizard, like sure, you know, cause avalanches and alight your staff and fight Balrogs, and that's cool, but also like blow dope vape clouds do and some make cool, cool fireworks. fireworks. Like yeah. If, if you're gonna be a wizard, you might as well do the sickest vape I tricks on the I don't buy too. a single wizard character ever that doesn't use their magic for some nonsense, at least at one if point. If you're a wizard, you, you gotta You would be not. Like, you're still a person. You're right. gonna use it for some dumb shit Listen, sometimes. Like, you're a wizard and that's great and you could do cool things, but also, if the 4th of July became a dragon's holiday instead cool. of an America holiday, cool. That's you're gonna do that. You gotta do that like, if i can turn it's a crime if you don't do that dragons then like yeah i'm gonna do that yeah every new year's <sighs> eve i rain terror upon the skies <laughs> it is now my and the time. kids love it the kids think it's incredible what is the version of that now what is raining we, terror in the sky <laughs> no the version of what? what what's what would be what like silly nonsense magic would you do oh gosh Ooh. Because there's just something like, God, it sounds so stupid. But I just re, I just really refill magic. my coffee <laughs> with like nice coffee house coffee. You know what I mean? Like, good like a good macchiato in my cup every day instead of just like having to go get it. That sounds so dumb, but like that's what came to my mind. Oh, checks out. I'm having a really hard time getting my brain off doing dope vape tricks <laughs> Ooh. with my wizard powers what if you know what i would love to do is like use it <laughs> i could use my wizard powers and like get like instrument like fantasia some instruments to play themselves oh that's fun and then like i i could just be a one-man band all the time <laughs> yeah the only question is with that do you have to just do you have to actually know how to play the instrument to like get the instruments to play or can you just go mm. Hey, violin, play. play and Go it'll violin. do it. Uh, give me concerto number five. I would like a moonlight sonata. I would like piano. a moonlight sonata, please. Go. And then it just does. That'd be cool. Because it's a magic piano now. That'd be cool. I also like that one of his powers is like talks to animals because I would. Yeah, that's fun. I'd for sure I would use my wizard animals. powers to just like talk to my dogs. I have always wanted pet frogs i think they're so cute <laughs> yeah and if i could like sit and just like have a little chat with some frogs just hanging mm -hmm. out in a little tank i think that'd be so fun just like see what they're that'd up be to so fun or like the about? little frogs you find on your window sometimes mm -hmm. just be like hey, i got a pond hey, in my house I hey see my dude all the time. how's it going <laughs> hey how, how's your day what do you need i think it would be nice here's what i here's what it is is i would like to send like things like, like if I could find a medium-sized animal, mm, mm -hmm. maybe like a clean dog or a horse, a clean dog. I would send them to run my errands for me. Oh, okay, yeah. Like I oh, would, yeah. I would like send them into attach, a Walmart. Yeah, attach a list to a horse, and they and just come back with all your come stuff. Come back with all my stuff. <laughs> yes, I. Okay, when you were a kid, and anyone would ask you those questions of like. If you could pick a superpower, what would it be? What mm -hmm. would you always say? Spider-Man stuff. Just Spider-Man stuff? Yeah, I just okay. wanted to do Spider-Man stuff. My, I still just want to do Spider-Man stuff. My personal one was I was always tied between invisibility and flying. Mm. I thought flying the, those cool. were the two, two cool ones. Wizards can you imagine can just like getting to fly places? Mm -hmm. You don't got to worry about gas. 
No, because you can just fall. You just feed yourself, now, and then you're fine. Okay, here's my question, and and I think this is I think this is an important topic of uh, discussion that we're really gonna need to dive into for a little bit. If people could fly, would they? Yeah. Because people can walk, and they hate doing that. Yeah, but they still do it. No, we invented cars so we wouldn't have to walk anymore. <laughs> well, yeah, but people still so walk. People I think I think fly. it'd be like that. I think it'd be like it would like depend on so, the so kind of person you are. If we could fly, it would be fun. I think if people, I think right now, if all of I a think sudden it'd be like running. Everyone could fly. Yeah, I think it would be fun for about three days. Yeah, and then we'd be like, because it'd probably be tiring. So hard. Yeah. So It'd be hard. like going for a and run. Then we would all get back. In like our some cars. people would keep doing it because it's like healthy, and like they they love the fresh air and the sunshine. <laughs> and then the rest of us would. Why? No, I'm going back to bed. Funny. I think maybe the only difference is that flying might get you places faster than like yeah driving. It depends how fast you can can you well, fly as fast you as can, you can run. You can move as the crow flies, as they say. Oh. You can move in a straight line from one place to another. You don't have to be beholden to streets anymore. Right. Right. True. Which would probably help uh, your time. Unless everybody bit. was doing it, and then it would cause some air and traffic yeah, and issues. Then we just have to have the. Then same we just issue. gotta have street signs in the sky. Also, so now we've invented roads again, but. Above. And then we get Mario Kart situation, kind of. And we get Rainbow Roads. We just get Lakitu with his little... I would use my wizard powers to never lose at Mario Kart again. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. It's my wizard powers. (laughs) Just right in the middle of, like, Mario Kart. I'm about to come in second, but I just explode the other person's controller right before the finish line. And also, they probably lose a finger or two. But that's not important. But, you know... That's not a big deal. It's like they always say when we're growing up. It's winning is what really matters. That is correct. Winning at the end of the day <laughs> what is what's important. What they always say is that the only thing that matters is that you win. Yeah. Don't That's what fun. I always was told. Don't have look, fun look how I turned win. out. I turned out great. <laughs> Don't have fun. Yeah. Win your game. Mm-hmm. That's all that matters. No fun. Fun is secondary. Winning is forever. Play never. Fun is temporary. Win. Winning is permanent. <laughs> Winning goes on a record. Winning is forever. Fun is for losers. Fun is dumb. Hey, eat Viggo Mortensen's in this movie. Who? Did you say eat a vegetable? <laughs> Viggo Mortensen is in this movie. And boy, yeah. he's incredible. Mm-hmm. Aragorn, he's yes. so good. He's Viggo Mortensen good. is a fun fact machine is in he? these movies. I don't know if you know that. But like it's not. He I, he just kind of lived for these movies, I think. I think he just loved being in them so much. Aww, like that's so sweet. Like he camped and he he mended Aww. his own costumes and he like took care of his swords. He ended up buying his horse after the end of the shoot that's because he so like cool. made such good friends with his stunt oh horse. Oh my god. He loved it so much. I love that. Every like crazy fun fact from these movies is about Viggo Mortensen. <laughs> um the the my favorite one in this one is that scene right at the end? Lurts the big urukai. Yes. Like he throws the knife and then Lurts takes it and throws it back at him and he clangs it away with his sword. Mm-hmm. Knife was just supposed to straight up miss him, but the the throw was horrible and Viggo Mortensen was just so ready for it that he was like, "Uh oh, cling!" and just knocked it away with his sword. Cool. Because he's rad. That's he's so the cool. best. What a guy. <laughs> the like. Has he been in like other things? 
Oh, he's he's been in all kinds of stuff. Yeah, um, I just can't like pull specifically anything off the top of my head. He was the man in the road. I, he's oh, he's done got a lot it. of like got it. Yes. Great, the road got it. Like Eastern Promises. <laughs> uh, I, that is yes. My f- simultaneously one of my favorite and least favorite films of all time. The correct way to watch that. Movie yeah, as well as book. the book is also one of my yes, favorite yes, yes. and least it's favorite books of all time. Incredible book that is I will probably it's read. my favorite book that I will probably never read again <laughs> off my own free will because it's it so depressing. It hits me hard every time. They had me read it in high school and I like it made me spiral a I little bit. It was to read it crazy. I think I read it a second time after that just because I was like, I don't want the only time I've read this to be the one that hurt me. That and also just for class. <laughs> I don't well, like reading out. things for class. And then I was like, okay, I think that's enough of that for one yeah. lifetime. <laughs> I think I'm okay. Um, I had to read another Cormac McCarthy book this past semester and it was also very depressing. Which one was that? Um, oh my God. What was it called? Oh my God. Cormac McCarthy. While you do that, I'm going to talk about another thing that happened to Viggo Mortensen in these movies. It's not in this one, but in the second one, mm-hmm. there's a moment where they're, they're tracking Mary and Pippin. Cause that's what they go off to do at the end of this movie, right? Yes. They're it was tracking. blood Meridian, by the way. Oh, blood, blood Meridian. Meridian. Yeah. That yes. one will do it to you also. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> anyway, you were they're, saying <laughs> they're tracking Mary and Pippin and Aragorn, like they think they've lost them. They think that they've been burnt to a crisp and died. Yes. And Aragorn gets so mad that he kicks a helmet and he wails and screams. And he broke his toe when he kicked the oh, helmet. Oh, no. And he, was, uh, he just Guys. stayed in the moment and screamed. And that's the take they used. And that is like the film bro thing to say about these movies. So I, I've gotten it out of the way. I said about Benedict Cumberbatch's voice. I'll say it again now about this. I, you, I, it's a cool fun fact. Yeah. You didn't At need least to do that. that. I mean, it's like accident. an accident. Benedict I get Cumberbatch it. kept doing a voice that he could tell was hurting him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like That's they used different. the one take where the, he broke also himself like, guys, and then he stopped. Are you okay? <laughs> yeah. I but don't no, think you had to do that. That one's that's the one that everybody says, but I think it's way cooler that he like almost got a knife almost thrown got stabbed. into him. Yeah. And just like parried it with a sword God. just out of the out what a of the man. Sky. Look at him. He just knocked it right out of the sky. <sighs> That's so cool. These movies. Are <sighs> he Aragorn that thing right out of the sky. These must have been so fun. Right? Now, even if you're not him, specifically. For, like, for just everybody. everybody. It seems like, we talked about it before, you can kind of tell, mm-hmm. even if you don't look at, like, behind the scenes, anything, right. you can kind of just tell. Yeah. When people are having a bad time making a movie, none of them <laughs> seem like they're having a bad no. time. Everybody seems like they're enjoying themselves. Right. I mean, this is basically a movie where, like, a dozen people, Big old nerds, <laughs> a dozen huge nerds, got to dress up in costumes and play with swords and for make, like yeah. three straight years. So cool. Because they just shot these three movies. That's like, the dream. Back to back to back. That's the dream. It's. And get paid so fun. A buttload and of money get paid to do an it. Insane <laughs> amount of money. To that like is the dream. Run around in the woods and pretend to be an elf for a while. Oh, that's Come so on. Fun. It's so fun. I love God. it so much. I love it. It's a great movie. Can I do a really big, really big one next? Of course. I just want to talk about Elijah Wood. <laughs> okay, yes, absolutely. The big one. I know it's the big one, but I just want to talk about him. Of course. He I think I would call him one of my favorite actors. I really do. Yeah? I really love him. In everything I've ever seen him in. This Happy Feet. <laughs> I'll say it. He was good in that. I okay, there was Sin I was City. Sin City. 
Very good. We've talked about Sin City a lot. I on this know podcast. it's weird for a movie I have not seen in many many years. That is very right. strange that I've talked about it so much recently. I literally was screenshotting things. <gasps> I forgot he was in. Speaking of movies we talked about recently, he was in Spy Kids Spy 3D. Kids 3D. Yeah. I forgot about that until I saw it on his um, IMDb page. Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Yeah. I forgot he was in that. Really good in that movie. One of my favorite He's movies. He's been in so many things. There was another one. Okay. I don't know if anybody really thinks about this movie since it came out. Okay. It came out. What year was it? I have it in front of me. 2009. 2009. It came out. Uh, it is the movie Nine. Oh, with the puppets. The, yes. The dolls. I have such a nostalgic tie to that movie yeah i love that movie it's a cool movie it's terrifying uh-huh and from the second it came out i said i love this movie yeah that feels right and i remember being the only one of my friends that in any way enjoyed because i dragged some of my friends because i was in like middle school right i dragged some of my friends to go see it and i absolutely loved it and I basically got bullied into not talking about <laughs> it anymore because none Shut of my other friends nine. liked it at all. And I don't think I've watched it since. The it's on Netflix and I need creepy. to watch it again because I love it. As someone who likes scary, scary movies and also animation and also, and also Elijah, Elijah Wood. Wood. <laughs> God, that's a good movie. Yeah. I'll, I'll say it. It's a good movie. Underrated. Go watch it if you haven't. It's on Netflix. It's cool. It's a cool one for sure. It's a Tim Burton one, isn't it? Uh, it feels like a Tim Burton I think one. I couldn't confirm Because I think that's not. why what got me interested in seeing it in the first place. Because I was a big Tim Burton stan when I was a kid. That's in character. I yes. would believe oh, it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I just love him. He's good. He's a very good actor. Oh, that was the other thing. Um, what was it called? Oh, dang it. I didn't screenshot it. The show that he did. Wilfred? Yes. Wil- Wilfred. Wilfred. Yes. He was in Wilfred. I need to finish that at some point because yeah. I started it around the time it came out. I really, really liked it for whatever reason. I just never finished it. Mm. But I really, really liked what I saw of it. He was also in uh, Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency. I have not which was heard cool of that one. Until, um, until I remembered that it was a uh, Max Landis thing and Max Landis mm. is gross. Yeah. Um, but the show was pretty cool. It's based mm. on a, uh, um, oh, what's uh, Douglas Adams' story? Who did? Uh, oh, okay, yes, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Um, it's another like Douglas Adams thing. Yeah, but it's very cool, and he was in mm. that. Um, yeah, Elijah Wood is a ton of fun. Yeah, um, he's a cool guy. There's he is so simul- many people in this. Somehow movie. he is like. <laughs> in this movie, he's like older than I think he should be, but also <laughs> he feels like he looks like an infant. He looks like a baby, but I also feel like he should be like already thirty years old when he's, he's in this movie. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's tiny. Yeah, because he was twenty mm-hmm. when he did this. He's only forty years old now, mm-hmm. which like feels simultaneously baby. too old but also too young. <laughs> yeah, it, I can't explain it. It just <laughs> no age sounds correct for Elijah Wood. Yes, that absolutely checks out. Yeah. Um, speaking of people whose ages are nearly indiscernible. Yeah. Um, I want to go to Gimli. Oh, okay, yeah. John Reese davies right? Okay. Um, he looks like a guy, a regular adult, right? Yeah. What if I told you he was in Raiders of the Lost Ark? Was he really? Yeah. he's Where? He plays Sala in Raiders of the Lost Ark. It's been so long. Indy's Egyptian friend who sings oh. show tunes. That's the oh. same guy. What? Uh-huh. 
That's John Reese Davies. I never would have caught that. It took me like, I think I ended up randomly like watching the movies sort of back to back where I was like, well, but then I'm not, hold on, wait a wait second. Wait a second. Wait just one second. That doesn't the seem voice correct. Is, the voice is the only thing that can do it for you because he looks like a dwarf in this movie. Mm, right. There's not a lot to recognize It's in this it's movie. You have to hear like what everything that he does in this movie and his whole like, and you have my axe. And you have to hear that back to back with like, they are digging in the wrong place to realize like, a same voice, That's same so guy, weird. same guy in both of those movies, and I don't think what? you would pick that he could have been. What a career, though! Good for him, right? Good I just—that's all that I want to talk about. But anytime I get the chance to talk about it, I'm gonna talk about it because it's crazy to me that he is. Yeah, that's also Sala. Wow. I love it. That like took me back. Mm-hmm. Okay, one more person whose age I do not understand. Yeah, and that's Orlando Bloom. Yeah. <laughs> He's got like How a old is he he's now? got like a timeless Ryan Seacrest yeah, kind of thing. He looks like he hasn't aged a day. I feel like at he's least gonna, last time I saw him in something, he yeah. looked the exact same. I feel like he's gonna end up being only a couple years older than Elijah Wood. He is like just 44. 44. Okay, so he's four, four years, years older. older. That's, yeah, God, that checks he out. He still looks so good. Yes. Like you can tell he's a little older, but like he looks the same. Mm-hmm. There was something I was trying to remember that I saw him in not long ago, and I couldn't remember the name of it. Easy. That's what it was. The Netflix show? Yes. Yeah. He was in one single episode of yeah. it because it's like an anthology right. thing. Um, He was very good in it. Yeah, he was. Also, he took his shirt off, and he still looks <laughs> really <laughs> he, good. He did so, take his shirt off. Yes, that is um, true. A lot of people. That's do all that. Show. But I just that's like the most recent thing I've seen him in. Yeah, he hasn't like done that. A was lot like lately. the first time I've seen him in years in any. I mean, I guess the Hobbit movies, but other than that, mm-hmm. anything where he like looks like himself, you know. Yeah. And he, that's crazy. Well, what he's he's a child now, so that's why I guess what he's been getting. Oh up to. yeah, I guess that makes sense. What's his, what is what flower is his daughter? Daisy. Oh, I don't know. Let me look. Because it's, it's Bloom, and that's the fun Go bit. Him and Katy Perry, and is I think it's Daisy. I'm going to believe that for now. It just says children, too. Um, <laughs> give, me <a> second. <laughs> give me a second. Give me a second. It's got to be in here. <laughs> children, two. two. <laughs> there are two of them. Oh, goodness. He but has yeah. a tattoo of the elvish word nine on his wrist they all do apparently oh they all, oh that's the, the big group one they got all has an elvish Aww. nine on them. yeah that's so sweet they're all friends oh, i love that they're friends and they just got to make a movie together and where, run around in the woods tell me where that's the kind of nonsense that i imagined being an actor would be just like running around in the woods with your friends and you get to play with swords I love that <laughs> the, where it just says daughter. It doesn't say a name. Why are there no names? Thirty-five seconds. Daisy I know. Dove Bloom. Daisy Dove Bloom. Sorry. Oh. Oh goodness. Okay. A couple more people that are worth talking about. Yes. Because there's so. Many I, we've kind of gone list. through the ones that I specifically had a tie with. Okay. Well, I wanna. I wanna so go, go. I wanna go small, and then I wanna come back to one that I think. We, I have like a sub question about. Oh, just kidding! I have one more, but you'll probably get to it. So I'm gonna jump down to Sean Austin, who plays Samwise Gamgee. Oh, okay, okay. Or is also, uh, Rudy from Rudy, um, or is also in the Goonies, or is also who's he he in the Goonies? He's uh, he's the one. 
I don't remember which one he is. The one. Got uh-huh. it. Okay, cool. He's also he's also <laughs> uh the he's um Winona Ryder's boyfriend in season two of Stranger Things. Season three of Stranger Things? That's him. Sean Austin. Samwise Gamgee. <gasps> Samwise the Brave. I like see it now. Uh-huh. That just clicked. Yeah. I feel like when I watched that season, I was like, this guy looks that's because he's Samwise familiar, the Brave. But at the time, I hadn't seen the movie, so that was probably why I didn't he just like. Was vaguely pop culturally. Yeah, familiar. I was just like, mm, you got that face, you got that little <laughs> got that face. baby face. I done, I done looked at you. You got a face. Like you would do anything for your best friend. You would do anything for that man. Oh, it's so <laughs> cute. He's so That's sweet. The- you will I come to Sam find Wars out Gamgee. if we ever get to the others of these, or just like in our own personal time, if we watch yeah. the other ones of these, that Samwise Gamgee is the real hero of the Lord of the Rings trilogy. I believe it. Um, that seems like what it's setting up. He's incredible. Yeah, I love him. Frodo. A sweet boy. Frodo carries the ring. Samwise carries Frodo. Oh. That's what matters. Oh, yes, I have seen that part. But I can That's carry I you. can carry it's you. It's so good. Oh, it's so sweet. It's beautiful that's wholesome it's beautiful and that is what we should all tone. strive for in our personal relationships with other human <laughs> beings oh it's lovely okay one last one before i get to okay. my thing speaking of beautiful and terrible is the dawn kate blanchett as Galadriel. yes oh my god she's scary she's very scary she snaps for i a remember because she kind of basically serves the same role in the hobbit because they randomly yeah. threw her just like toss her into and the story sour yeah. man into the Hobbit for no reason. And Legolas. And Legolas. And, and They threw a Sauron. lot of people. In. They had to fill out three movies somehow when they, they decided they needed to make three Guillermo movies. Guillermo del Toro for some said, no, it's two movies. Um, but There's no justice in this world. I remember when I watched it, I was like, because I didn't have the context of like, Oh yeah, Galadriel is this. Uh-huh. She has one of the because she power. basically does the exact same thing same in thing. that. Yeah, she shows up, is really pretty, serves the same purpose, freaks out and has scares one of her people. like scary mm-hmm. power moments. Scares people, says some stuff, gives some gifts, and that's about it. Goodbye. I wasn't sure entirely at the time. I was like, I don't. Should that have meant anything to me? Because it meant nothing <laughs> to me. And after watching this movie, it still kind of meant nothing to me. Yeah. No, there's a lot of stuff in The Hobbit that means nothing. Yeah. It fully. Uh, but absolutely. not Kate Blanchett as a person who no, is no, 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 no. incredible. Uh, there's one more that we need to talk about. We have yeah. to talk about. Please. Um, a man most famous for the way that he dies. Oh, yes. That is Sean Bean. Yes, Sean Bean. And my question is this. Uh, what a guy. This has to be the best Sean Bean death, right? Like, it has to be his yeah. finest mortality. Yeah. I would say the, so. There's only, I think, a couple contenders. There's Alec Trevelyan in GoldenEye. Which I have not seen, so I don't. Which is very good. He gets dropped off a thing. He falls to his death. Of course he good. does. And then there's Ned Stark on Game of Thrones. Yes. And that, that is, is the big probably one the other big contain- contender. Yes, but I would say n- this one pulls out ahead of that but one. I mean, just because on. it oh. takes up more time, and like he takes an arrow and he's like, "Oh, that hurt! I gotta keep." And that going. final fight, like fight. conversation between him and Aragorn oh, it's is so good, wonderful. Oh, he's kissing so him beautiful. on the forehead. Yeah, he he oh. puts his sword in his hand. Absolutely lovely. Just, I would have followed. There you. is so much like bro love in this movie it's that so like good. but like in the purest most lovely yes. way 
I love just it. Just like dudes hugging each other and having a good time. When Sam and Frodo hugged at the end, I uh. you saw me. I almost started crying. Uh. It's so nice. Beautiful. I was not expecting. Like I knew about Sam and Frodo being like cute friends, and that's yes. kind of like their thing. But I wasn't expecting to be like for this movie overall to feel so like just nice it doesn't yeah like it as much it as gets in so terrible dark situations, yeah but it, it feels at the end of the day very nice that's the thing like the whole it's it's like classic fantasy it's good over evil right yeah and that good is always going to overcome evil in the end so even when boromir is corrupted by the ring eventually goodness overcomes him and he protects so nice. the hobbits with his own life even to the point of having to take three arrows and then getting so to die happy. a warrior's death after betraying Frodo. And in the end, it's the same thing that the the innocence and sweetness and goodness of two hobbits who just care for each other so, so much nice. can oh, overcome all it. the forces of evil in the world. I movies are good. Yeah, movies are good. They're so this good. This movie was very good. There is the... After that that moment at the end of the movie, and and Boromir takes the arrows and they they send him down the river, and and you see the the boat fall. Aragorn is tightening his bracers because he's now wearing Boromir's Gondorian bracers. Yes. Yeah, and yeah. He wears them the rest of the trilogy. You can Aww. see it in every movie, the both the other movies, like until he gets his big upgrade at the very end of the trilogy. Right. He's wearing the Gondorian Aww. bracers that he got from Boromir. That's so It's nice. so good. And he carries the cloven horn of Gondor. It's so good. <laughs> it's such a... Now that I... The more I think... Everything I say I about these about movies it, makes me sound like an insane person. <laughs> the but more I so realize... Good. I'm pretty sure most of what I have seen of this trilogy was all Return of the King. Yeah. There's a lot of, like... Because most of what I remember stuff. is the big, that huge battle. Like the well, so there's giant elephant that thing. Elephant is the third one. Yeah, they see the elephant in the second one, but no, then they fight like it in the Legolas third going over and kicking some butt That's on those things. One. Yeah, Legolas I remember that. Gets and the whole I am moments. no man. That whole I bit, no so cool. The Battle of Pelennor Fields. Yes. yes, that one. She didn't even show up in this movie. She's in the next one. Really, she wasn't the. I thought no. it was the dark-haired. No, here's the thing. Elf lady. The dark-haired elf lady, Liv Tyler. That's Arwen. Yeah. The the lady who does the stabbing, that's Eowyn. <laughs> <laughs> there are three female characters that speak in all three of these movies collectively. <laughs> but one of them makes a girl boss <laughs> talk about Eowyn, how Eowyn would for sure I am be the no like man. hashtag girl boss character if this movie came out today. Yeah, see, funny thing, because <laughs> be you like, said a man can't stab yes. you. But I'm a girl, and I'm going to stab you. Also, so. that is a nonsense technicality. I'm yeah. sure that's not how the no, rules work. No. Well, okay, there there is technically a fourth female character, but it is the giant spider. Uh, oh, funny, Which yeah. is specifically female. I don't know if that counts or not, but Shelob no. is a female spider. God. <laughs> what I, a, what an, but I there's think only that might be lines. close to the biggest episode. The biggest failure of the Bechdel test I've seen. Yeah, that's pretty bad. That's crazy. 12 hours of movie and only three women are in it and none of them ever interact <sighs> with each other in any way. And that's not even getting into like the fact that they're, it's it's all white people. There are well, <laughs> There is no one that is not a white person. Yes, that is an issue of whole the whole problem. Yeah, that's just fantasy. That 
bad. Yes. Not good. That's, that's a part awful. of the fantasy God genre. It's, a it's whole literally thing. fantasy. You can literally cast anyone you want and say right. that it makes sense. And it makes sense if you say it makes sense. Yeah. The more you think about uh, these books, especially through that lens, the sadder you will get about yeah. these books. <laughs> um, because Ugh. Well, it's, it's interesting, too, because... I, I told you I was going to talk about it a lot. Dungeons yeah. and Dragons has that same thing where it's like right. there are certain things that are kind of like coded into the way that it's always been played. And, and because it's based on like high fantasy like this, mm-hmm. where it's like these are the races that are good and these are the races that are bad yeah. and evil. And, and it's funny because like every time they come out with new source material or new like new editions of the game, people are like, hey, why did you keep this part of it? We don't like that part. Yeah, and they're like, well, it's part of it. We can't deal. We don't know how to fix it. And It's literally a made-up game goes, where the whole point is you can do whatever you right? want. And I'm like, I know, it, like, personally, in my own life, like, seven or eight people who have fixed those issues when playing the games on their own. Like, yeah, like it's not hard. It's not hard. You just don't have to say that that's there anymore. It's fine. Nobody cares. We're not going to be like, "Mm, no, orcs are actually evil and they're not allowed to be good guys. So no, thank you. Like what? Huh? No, thank you. Next. Yeah. (laughs) It's an absolute nonsense thing. I mean, that's, yeah, that's what some people are like, "Mm, well, the genre it's based on is, like European yes. m- medieval stuff, and it's, I'm like, yeah, okay, but it's a made up version. It's a of different. That. It's a fake world. So you literally can do anything. The genre is built on simplicity, and it's built on simplicity in the early 1900s. Um, and yeah. simplicity in the early 1900s is like, well, let's just write our fantasy well, world where segregation is just de facto. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, where we just all understand that there's good and bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's part of understanding. It's exhausting. That's part of understanding how the medium works. And yep. we have to like be better than that as we continue to produce yes, things please. in the future. That's begging. what's important. Is that I am begging. Better the next time. Speaking of the next time, mm-hmm. I think we should go to question number four because we Let's talked about almost everybody in the movie. Uh, question number four is inspired by a listener like you. And if you are a listener like you and you think you can inspire us to do something like change a question, for example, like we did here, you ought to just like shoot us an email at www.podcast.gmail.com or you can hit us up on the socials at podcast or on Facebook. It's what did we just watch with a question mark? Yes. Uh, if I talk too fast because I've explicitly stated that my goal is to say that as fast as possible. Mm-hmm. You can find all that in the description below. You can find all them all them pieces of info in the show notes underneath. You see that line that's going and it's tell it's clicking down a second at a time. If you just go down below that, you're gonna see all the information you need to contact us. Also, drop a little rate review. Uh, that would make that would make my heart swell in a, in a good way. Uh, if you would just uh, if you just you know tell Valentine's Day coming up, I might swoon a little bit. That's right, please. We, we might swoon. <laughs> just might. Just for you. Just maybe. If you rate it and review the show. Yeah. That'd be beautiful. <laughs> also, also like, I don't know, tell your friends. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. That's the other That's the other trick. Anyway, question number four. Yeah. Is what kind of person plays this on a first date? No. <laughs> Full chest, no. There are two different ways to look at this. Yeah. One of them... Let, let's ignore the fact that it's three and a half hours long. I was going to say, it's, the, the, it's the being three and a half hours long for yes. me. <laughs> so just just on the basis of the movie alone, 
the two different versions of it are, hey, do you want to watch this movie that's about, it's got like action and adventure and there's a little bit of romance and there's like, there's love and there's good versus evil. And it's about how the, the, the goodness inside of each and every one of us, no matter how small triumphs in the end, or <laughs> it could also be, hi, do you want to, I know that it's nine o'clock now. Do you want to sit here until 1230 tomorrow morning um, and watch a movie with a bunch of like, with at least three, four, five different made up languages in it. Oh my God. Um, that is a thinly veiled metaphor for colonialism. No. Would you like to watch that movie for the rest of the night? <laughs> no, it's a no. Because it's, here's the other, here's, here's the other thing. I know we said ignoring the fact that it's three and a half hours no, long. No, but don't The fact it. that it's, it's three long. and a half hours long. <laughs> but also... And that's the short version of the and movie. And that's the short version. And also, if it's a movie that's three and a half hours long, no one is picking it in a chill way. Right. No one is wanting to watch that on a first date for, like, just fun. For the good They're times. doing it because it's like they're, like, intense about it. Mm-hmm. And that's almost never the way to go on it on the very first day yeah like if that's almost never if something you're like medium like pretty interested in yes 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 not something you're going to like absolutely freak out and over explain everything the entire time and also it's three and a half hours long yes if if one or more parts of a a relationship is like a big fan, it's a perfect thing to get into later. Right. And Once there's you commitment can, you can involved. Kill Twelve hours just like watching the Lord of the Rings for fun. a day. That's fun. Fun. It was if not there's fun. like snow outside, if you're like right. snowed in for That's a day. That's what I do every fun. year. I marathon them when it's like snowy yes. and cold. It's a great move. Very nice. What's not fun? Not immediately right out the gate. What's not fun not is good. like tonight is the first night we've been on a date. Let's spend the next three and a half hours watching people with swords fight monsters. And also we can't talk much or else because you might we will not understand, not what's, understand what's happening. It will be mad confusing if we start talking at and any point. And because I am clearly so invested in this, I will probably be a little upset if you do not understand what's happening. And also, I will not be looking at you for the next three and a half <laughs> yeah, hours. I'm not going to make eye contact no. with you for the rest of the night. Setting the mood, <laughs> this does not. No. It does no, not in any not. way. Oh, and that go- I'm going to say that goes for any Lord of the Rings anything. No, that's correct. Because any of the six movies, the same none of issue. them. Too long. The same problem. Too long. Weirdly intense. There's monsters and people who are super into it are also. And if you too get intense. into the Hobbit ones, just not that great. This is not the movie. They're fine. Yeah. <laughs> you do still want to like impress with a good movie, usually in general. Right. Yeah. As much as I love it, it's not the movie. That's no, not what it's not for. at all. So we'll go to question number five. And question number five is: Could someone else have done better? Now, I think the ensemble of this movie beautiful, is perfect, incredible. It's so good. Agreed. But what is very interesting mm-hmm. is all of the near misses in this cast. Okay. Because this was, I mean, this was the Lord of the Rings. This was like big deal. Arguably, you know, one of the biggest book series of all time. Yeah, absolutely. Getting like fully adapted. So it was like 
not a short list of people. It was ho- yeah, they that either had to was be trying careful. to get into it or that they were trying to get involved in the movie. Right. So I just want to like run us down a couple of my favorite wild ones. Please do because I know none of these. There's one uh a really good Frodo. Um who is it? An 18-year-old that went out to audition for Frodo, Jake Gyllenhaal. Who did Are not know he serious? needed to do an English accent and so bombed the audition Aww. horribly. And like hadn't done he was eighteen. He hadn't done like Donnie Darko or anything, so he had no recognition. Is he younger than Elijah Wood? Yeah, I think he's thirty-eight. <sighs> Elijah Wood just has that the babiest so baby face of all baby faces. That's a really he would have been very good. I don't know if he could do a British accent though. No, 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 and no. He, no. Like, but he like, literally was like, it was a terrible audition. I didn't know that I was gonna have to do a British accent, so I didn't do one. Thinking maybe they would have gotten him like, yeah, training, I would assume that he would like have done a coach a good job. for yeah. that. I think he would have done very yeah. well. I think because he probably, I think I he mean, would he do very well it. in most. Yeah, things. I love Jake Gyllenhaal, but I also think like it's just it's perfect. Elijah Wood is so like innocent and sweet. Yes, that Ugh. he's so perfect. He for is that perfect. Part. It's so good. Those big blue eyes. Yep. Jake Gyllenhaal also has those big blue eyes, but yes, Elijah Woods are like. Sea foam, riptide, <laughs> beautiful mermaid eyes. Yes. Beautiful. Incredible. Um, other uh, interesting uh, points of order. Okay. The role of Gandalf was like a lot of people were almost involved in that. The, it's insane to even like consider anyone, consider anyone not else. Being, not being Ian McKellen. Yeah, exactly. Like, for example, the like first and maybe most notable person it was offered to, Sean Connery. Uh, Sean Connery was like almost in that role. Oh, my God. What it? Sean, and he, he ended up turning it I down. mean, I guess if you put pretty much anybody in the beard and the makeup, they would look the part. Right, it would, lur- it would look Because I was about to be like, what does he look like? And then I was like, I don't know. oh, I guess that probably doesn't like That's super matter. That's not what Ian matter. McKellen looks like. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I just think like Sean Connery That's as Gandalf would interesting. be kind of wild. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's, been, he's done King Arthur. Yeah, he's, he's dragons good. Before. Like, yeah. He's, he has the gravitas to do it. But there's it, just it's, feels it would be strange. near impossible to imagine anybody else in that role, also almost uh, in that part, Sam Neill, who was in uh, Jurassic Park. Oh, uh, Dr. Yes. Alan Grant yeah. from Jurassic Park. Interesting. Almost uh, won the Gandalf role. Huh. Um, but the one that I think is the most interesting, not somebody who almost got the part, someone who was offered the part before Ian McKellen. Oh, Patrick Stewart. I was, was wondering was if he offered was going the part to be one first. of them. Patrick Stewart was offered the part. Why did he say no? Do we know? Because he didn't, I don't think he's ever said which one, but he wanted a different part. Oh. And I think I think he wanted to play Saruman. That's what I was going to say. We, we I was like, I could see him as Saruman. We didn't even talk about anything. Christopher Lee, who is in this movie. Right. He's amazing. He's great. And, uh, th- okay, I have to, this is one. Do first it. of all, he, he uh, used to uh, play like in a death metal band. But it was like fantasy themed death metal. Are you serious? So he would sing about like being the king of an ancient realm, but it was like metal. Um, but the the like total inverse of that is that when in the second one, um, spoiler alert, he gets stabbed. Whoa! Um, at at a certain point, he gets like stabbed. You know, he gets with a, like with a knife, stabbed uh, with a knife into him. Oh my gosh! Um, and Peter Jackson was like, "Hey, when you get stabbed, like." 
kind of make like a like a uh sound. And Christopher Lee said, that's not what it sounds like when people get stabbed. <laughs> because he's a man who like served in wars and like yeah. has seen Ooh, some things. That's and intense. so he was talking about like that's not what it sounds like when somebody gets stabbed. He said it's, that is not the noise people it make. It knocks all I the wind know. out of you instead. Yeah. He said that's not what it sounds like because well, I've stabbed people. That's horrifying. <laughs> oh my God. It's so I I want to so know dope. what hit Christopher Jackson's face looked like immediately in that moment. Yeah, Peter Jackson going yeah, Christopher okay. Jackson, Peter Jackson, yeah, sorry. Okay. Uh, <laughs> sure, that's great. Yeah, I, okay, uh, sure. Yes, sir, whatever you say, sir. Please don't stab me. <laughs> <laughs> Christopher Lee was I can't stab believe me. I almost forgot to talk about Christopher Lee and missed the, the opportunity to talk about how he was like, wow, nope, that's, that's crazy. not what it sounds like when someone gets stabbed. <laughs> what a crazy thing to drop. That's like funny out of... Far away from it in, in that, that moment, moment, it was probably horrifying. Like, just you could picture it totally differently if it's like his voice and he goes, That's not what it sounds like when someone gets stabbed. And then ah, he just like makes eye contact. Scary. Yeah, he <laughs> would just like stand there and stare you down. But all that to say, um, Patrick Stewart almost played, like, was offered That's the crazy. role of Gandalf. They were oh, both. He gave actually, it to his bestie. Well, they were both <laughs> working on X Men at the time, but Patrick yeah. Stewart's role his commitment was a lot bigger and right. he was still actively in uh star trek too oh my gosh so yeah wow. i the the general theory is that like he didn't want to take on another all of like, that yeah that's like that's a, a three-year shooting schedule because they did all of them back to back yeah that'd be and, like insane. didn't want to take on that kind of project constraint while already signed on for x-men movies and already and still doing star, star trek. trek movies Dang. yeah what a guy. But yeah, Patrick him. Stewart was offered the role of Gandalf. Wow. Um there the the only other role that like I have anything significant for but we we do have to talk about it. Yeah. is Aragorn. Okay. Um Viggo Mortensen is has one of those like it was definitely like not going to be him for a long 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 time and then mm. like a couple people missed it and a couple people dropped from it and it just like fell Ended into his lap and he yeah. was perfect for it. And, like, it's just, like, divine providence because oh. he's perfect for it. Nobody yeah, else could have done it that well. But uh, the first person that was on the list of people to play Aragorn, Daniel Day-Lewis. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. When they were <laughs> first putting it together, they were like, honestly, Daniel Day-Lewis is honestly, who we want I to think. do this. <laughs> now, I love Viggo Mortensen, but just uh, imagining, <laughs> like, Daniel Day-Lewis, like, he would have he would have gotten like a so weird good with a sword. Pick. I mean it it feels so right though. It does. Right? Like it's just not it I never would have guessed he that would was have what lived you were going to say. in the woods. He would have learned a sword, he would have ridden the yeah. horse himself. He could have learned actual magic. Maybe he would have bought that horse at he the end of production. He would have bought the horse. Now, here's what I think is fun is maybe on the exact opposite end of the scale, another person that was almost Aragorn. This is not a joke. Nicolas Cage was very nearly Aragorn. <laughs> so before Viggo Mortensen, before they managed to land on they Viggo Mortensen, they landed on Nicholas Cage. They thought before possibly the greatest actor of a generation, maybe possibly of all time. Yeah. I mean, Daniel Day-Lewis, a guy who just like great is whatever role he is. Or Nicholas Cage or could do it. Nicholas Cage maybe. Which maybe. <laughs> and then they landed like 
pretty comfortably in the middle on Viggo Mortensen. I'm I mean, truly... probably still more Daniel Day Lewis because he camped and he so he like right. Anytime he would tear a costume, he would just patch his own oh, clothes because so cool. he thought it felt more realistic because Strider would just patch <laughs> his own clothes. Some customer was probably like he just oh, lived fuck. in the woods. So I you love know, it. He ought to patch up I his cannot, own clothes. I for the life of me cannot imagine what it would look like if it was Nicolas Cage. Like, can you can you imagine? This burden is too great to bear. You have my sword. No. Like, no. <laughs> it's no. just... Put the bunny in the box. No. <laughs> but it's Aragorn instead. No. What, what did they do <laughs> that for? It's the Horn for? of Gondor. What were they trying to we pull? We gotta get to the halflings. No. <laughs> no. No. Well, we don't need... I would do anything to see. Okay, a but I want to see at least like uh, just like a test, just, just a like a test. test, a screen test, a Nicholas Cage screen test. test is all I really want. I just want to see it. I for just want to hear him say the lines. <laughs> Aragorn doesn't have like the most quotable lines in this one. No, but I'm imagining like the end of the third one, and like he's being crowned in Gondor, and the hobbits go to like kneel to him, and he he stoops down in front of him and he says, you, you kneel to no one. And like the whole city bows to the four hobbits. And this is like, you haven't seen it, but so this is like yeah. a big moment at the end okay. of the trilogy. But what's important to me is the version of it in my brain. That's like, no, you kneel to no one. And it's Nicholas Cage bows down <laughs> in front of four hobbits in front of Elijah Wood, no. <laughs> Sean Austin and Billy Boyd. <laughs> oh God, what a what's guy. One? Dominic Monaghan, the other one. What a guy. Oh my God. <laughs> this plane is going down. That is nonsense. I cannot I believe take that. Want to take his happened. face off? That's the John Travolta <laughs> line, but I don't. I don't care. <laughs> but now it's his. Now we've given it to him, and it's his Just now. Just Nicholas so. Cage as Aragorn. Ew. <laughs> I don't. You like have it. my sword. I think he's fun, but I'm no. going to reforge the shards of Narsil. Not the place. Can you imagine Nicolas Cage just trying to say the like high fantasy nonsense? Nicolas Cage speaking in Elvish. No. <laughs> Actually, so someone <laughs> contact him. Someone who has a better Nicolas Cage impression than I do. Yes, somebody. We don't need to get him involved, but if you want to just <laughs> do that for him, somebody get in touch with like Andy Samberg <laughs> or like Shane Top. They both do a pretty good <laughs> one. Mine's okay, but I think they both have better ones than me. Yeah, just. I just need to know. I just want to hear it with my own ears. Yeah. And, uh, you know, for there's like a version of that that is better, I think, just because it would be fun. Oh, yeah. Just because it'd be absolute nonsense. Sure. Yeah. So nailed that question. So we go to question number six. And question number six is, would this be better as a musical? No. Well, there's already so much music in it, though. Now, now, okay. I know you are always the naysayer on this question. I am. Because you don't you don't want anybody to have joy, I guess. I, is the problem honestly probably that's probably it. You got me. But if you had gotten farther than forty two pages into the book, okay, you would know that th- the books are like already musicals. Like they yes, wrote. There is. There's verses the Hobbit's that way and too. There's songs yeah. written into the book. Yeah, didn't it? And they sing just. Was it the Hobbit or was it? There was was it a musical or was it a play? It uh, like there exists. Was a play of the it Hobbit. was a play. Yeah. Okay, I was like, that I, mean, I know that exists somewhere. But like, it's. I don't think it would be inconceivable. The problem is you. Just, you'd have to pare down the story even a whole way more. Lot. Yeah, but you could you probably gotta simplify like, that. You a could lot. lose 
a lot of stuff if you really needed to. Yeah. I'm imagining like you'd have to do some kind of like crazy production design, like I will a la say, she kills monsters kind of thing. Yeah. That'd but, be fun. But there's already But then music it almost becomes it. like a like a Star Kid like parody kind of thing instead of actually just being the thing. Okay, well that know? I do want. I do think that I would mean, be yeah. fun. I mean, yeah. But I think I think you could do it just genuinely. Like I think you could make something because because music would then actually be it would be like different from a musical because musicals are like um, magical realism where it's like the the music we right. just accept is not actually happening. But in the Lord of the Rings, the musical it's just actually music happening. could be diegetic to the story. Yeah, where it's we're sitting around the campfire and we're singing like a song of our homes while we're out here on the road. You know, like I, I will or like Bilbo you. is teaching him I like the Misty Mountain song. I, while yeah, in I was gonna say yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say that song. That that might confuse me a little do bit. It, I mean, or the Ed Sheeran song, "I See Fire." I see fire, which I do uh, actually very much a like. Good song. <laughs> that one. That's lyrics from the yes, Hobbit. Yes, it is. Like, yes, the, it is. See, that's the thing. You could take the lyrics that are already in here and make them a musical. Yeah. I think you could also take you could do different or, edits of the book and make it like a more fun story because this is very like high fantasy, high drama. Right. But you could take instead of doing the like the Nazgul like tearing through the prancing pony, you could do the Tom Bombadil part of the story mm -hmm. where he's like a guy that hops around the woods and that's like <laughs> his whole character. Sure. And he <laughs> sings a song that's like, Oh, Tom Bombadil, Tom Bombadil. He hear me out. Like, that's fun. Hear me out. Okay. I'm hearing here. Going back to an old cheat that I've used before. <laughs> okay. Concept album. Oh, well concept Just album is great. Take the songs out, do the songs. get a bunch of bards, get a bunch songs. of bards. Yeah. Because if they're gonna thing, do Lord of the Rings music, they're bards. You now. sell mead, and sell you mead. whatever they eat, and you have a good Limbus night. bread, but we haven't gotten there yet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's a, that's gonna be mine. I still am not convinced. Purely I'm because purely convinced. purely because of how much you'd have to cut. You would have to like do a lot of editing. That is very true. Like or I feel like it six would musicals. at some point go horrendously wrong. I am convinced it would go horrendously wrong. Because of all the cuts that would have to be made. Could because be. a million people would argue about what needed cut. Could be six musicals. No. No. This movie could be two musicals by no. itself. No. No. Because we we even said like there's an obvious stopping point right now. Zach, in the you're going insane. No. <laughs> no. I've, you're I've getting been there. <laughs> you're, you've gone off the deep end. You this need is, to stop. This is the moment that it's gone too yes, far. Yes. This is too much. <laughs> you need to calm down. We can't have it anymore. Oh, good. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to tear apart this friendship over no, this question. No, I don't like so joy, and you're having too much of it for me. So <laughs> let's go to question number seven. Question number seven is: What do you rate this film? Yeah. What What is it earned? Emily, what do you think? I think. Okay, I did. A, I did a fun scale again. <laughs> I did based on how on nice, nice looking things. <laughs> okay. And I I went from all six movies because there was one specific not good looking thing I was thinking of and it was from The Hobbit. So oh, okay. on the low end of the scale, we've got the CGI in the river fight scene ah. from I think that was an unexpected journey. The first one I think that was I the think first you're one. Right. Yes. Gross. It yeah, looks bad. That's rough. <laughs> that's rough stuff. And then at the very top we've got the lovely New Zealand landscape. Oh absolutely any any single New Zealand landscape Incredible. in the entire 
sex trilogy. The you, no, six see, of them. you can't. It can't be sex trilogy sex because you've just said three movies about sex is what that is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway. Um. So what? Maybe like a hexology. <laughs> hexology. A okay, that's better. That's better. That sounds like the study of hexagons. Anyway. Um, or of witchcraft. Ooh. Uh. <laughs> so on that scale, I gave it the inside of Bilbo Baggins' house. Because I it's think it lovely. looks absolutely lovely. It was that set piece was one of my favorite parts of the Hobbit, and nice they look. literally just used the exact same one from this one. It's and the same I thing. still love it, and it's great. Yeah, because like that's Cause this is when it was brand new, and they had just built it. Yeah, and that's just like a place in New Zealand that so you can cool. go to. You can just go hang they out. They built there. houses into the into hills in New so Zealand. Oh, cool! Um, all that Beautiful. stuff where like Ian McKellen is in the house like Gandalf's in the house for the first time so like cool. he hits his head on the chandelier yes because they built like a big version and a small version mm -hmm. of it he hits his head on the chandelier on purpose and then he turns and smashes his forehead on the bar on accident yeah but it's just like perfect <laughs> <laughs> so there's like yeah so that's good stays. I love it uh, uh that's very good and what do you rate it um I'm just gonna See, I was gonna give it like a one out of one ring to rule them all. Uh -huh. but that doesn't. That's not enough. So I'm gonna give it a nine out of the nine rings given to the kings of nice. men. Nice. There you because go. Because that's more. There you go. Because that is more. Even though it it's is still one hundred percent. They're both one hundred percent, but nine is more than one. Nice. So that's more. Okay. That's a good one. I love this movie, but it was really fun. We can't I really live liked here it. Forever is the thing. No. So instead, we go to question number eight, and question number eight is what are we gonna watch next week? And that is for you, my friend. What is it? What's happening? All right. So since it won't be your birthday when we record the next one, it'll that be the it'll day be after yes. your birthday. But it, even even with that, I've decided our next film will shall be a gift to you, oh, my friend. I can't wait. Um, two in a row. What, last week, I think it was, or maybe two weeks ago, you mentioned, oh, I really want to do a Taika Waititi. I do because I love him. So I picked a Taika Waititi. Oh, which one? It is one which is it? that you and I saw together <gasps> about a year ago yes. now. Let's do yes. Jojo Rabbit. Yes. My favorite Taika Waititi movie so <laughs> that I've good. seen. I haven't seen them all. Such but a good movie. I love Jojo Rabbit Jojo and I really want to do it and I just want to watch it again. I own it and I've watched it several times. Perfect. In the past couple months That's already, but I want to watch it again. movie. It's the it. only time when Nazis have been in the movie, and I thought it was funny. Yeah. <laughs> and we had a good time. We had a good time. That's a good movie. It's I love so it. good. I'm so happy. I love it. I love oh, it. I love it. It's very, very good. Happy like birthday. That That's going to be a good time. Woo! I will accept that as a, as a gift to me. <laughs> I've earned it. That's I gave a gift to myself this week. I will yes. accept a gift from you next week. You're but welcome. Don't say I never did anything <laughs> for you. Even By picking a movie I also like. <laughs> Even when we've moved beyond these gifts, whether it is my birthday or yours or no one's or at nobody's. all. It's always somebody's. That's true. It's always somebody's. But the thing that matters most is that we get to the root of why we do what we do and why Absolutely. we watch what we watch. For and sure. What it is that we watch by mm. answering our questions. We have to we have to dig into these. We've got it. It's, it's, it's our someone has duty. to do it and we've decided it's us. They have Aragorn's sword and Legolas's bow and Gimli's axe and our podcast and our questions <laughs> and our questions you and have my questions and of course most importantly the one question to rule them all it's what did we just watch one question to rule them all one podcast to bind them 
find them. What about snake oh, turkeys? Man, look at him.